Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome into another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I am Davey Hudson alongside former Titan Denard Walker. And as we get ready to dive in today's show, I want to say I hope everyone is having a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, getting set for a new year. Hopefully, for most of us, I, I can say that 2021 is, at least we're optimistic that it will be better than 2020 has been. But Denard, before we jump in, man, how was your Christmas? How are you doing today? My Christmas was great. I didn't do anything. I told you earlier, I had a little stomach ache, man. I ate too much. And for the most part, I just basically was relaxing. So thank you for asking, buddy. How was yours? It was good. Still had some family come in. Uh, we, we made the most of it. Had some that weren't able to make the, the trip as usual. But, you know, we uh, count the blessings that we have and, and we go from there. So I am thankful, though, as I'm, I'm looking forward to the, the new year that the Tennessee Titans have a chance to make the playoffs and hopefully do some damage once they. And if they get in, I say if is though there's still a possibility they don't. I'm not going to look at it like that just yet, but we're going to dive into that. This episode, we're going to combine how we usually do the post-game show, the pre-game show, and then just look at everything playoffs because that's what I know everyone's really interested to hear about, wanting to know what the Titans' possible scenarios might look like, what we need to happen as we go into Week 17. Uh, this week, Denard, every single game is on Sunday, so we'll have all our answers within one day, and really before or after the 425 window, because Sunday night football is an NFC matchup that has no bearing on what will happen with the AFC playoff race. But before we get into all of that, I want to ask, do you believe? And Believe in Titans is presented by BetOnline.ag. The NBA and college basketball are back. The NFL and college football playoffs are right around the corner. With all these sports going on, there are plenty of bets to lock in. So if you're thinking about picking the Lakers to repeat their NBA championship or someone to upset Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs, you need to go to betonline.ag. This past week, Denard, I let my bias get into me a little bit. I took the Titans at plus three. Didn't bode so well. But hey, we take the hits. We keep going from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet online gives you more options to wager than any place online, and there is always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So Denard, to get us started, I think it's best that we recap the Titans' 40-14 to loss to the Green Bay Packers. Sunday Night Football had a lot of anticipation building up for that moment and it did not go according to plan titans got down 19 nothing really quickly managed to get back to 19 to 14 cut it to five but after that it was just the green bay packers from there on and the titans in the snow was not fun to watch denard as we just 
kind of look at this game, is this one of those where it's like, hey, we should just kind of forget about it, move on? It's an NFC game that it's not going to really be that big of an impact in the grand scheme of things. You, you played a good team. You just kind of got hit in the mouth. How, how should we view this loss to Green Bay? Well, we're coming up on a new year, right? So one of the things we want to do when it's a new year is we don't want to think about 2020, right? For some of us, you want to move on. You want something new and fresh. Well, that's the way they need to look at this game. Throw it away. You know, it has no bearing on what's going to happen next for this team or this organization. So basically, it's like this. Uh, the game was absolutely ugly. It was just like the weather conditions. It, it favored Green Bay, and it wasn't good for Tennessee. So take this game, throw it out of the window, and just get ready for Houston. Everything that you should be focused on are the Houston Texans right now. Yeah, the one bright spot I will say from this game was that David Long Jr. I thought had a very good performance. I mean, he did have eight tackles. Uh, he was one of the guys that he just kind of seemed like he was all over the field. But other than that, this game, one thing that was very telling for me, and this is obviously something we'll talk about a lot during the offseason, the Titans, and again, this has uh, been a common theme throughout the year, lack of a pass rush, the Jadavion Clowney, Vic Beasley experiments failed from general manager John Robinson going out and acquiring those guys. And I really think that finding a defensive coordinator is going to be vital moving forward uh, with Mike Vrabel calling the shots. I, I still like Mike Vrabel as a head coach. I think he does a really good job of getting his players motivated and uh, he did have some issues, clock management game type situations this past weekend, but overall I thought he's done a really good job at improving over the course of his first few years as the head coach of the Tennessee Titans. Looking back on his days, even as the defensive coordinator for the Houston Texans, statistically his defenses haven't been very good, and that's the case this year. I know personnel has been lacking at times, but I also think scheme just game plan hasn't been near as good as what we saw this past or this past season when you had Dean Pease calling the shots. And I think they need to go out and try to find somebody that can kind of go help take those responsibilities away from Mike Vrabel and Shane Bowen. And hopefully that'll uh, be something we get to discuss later on. But that was uh, very telling during the game. And again, on the defensive side, if you can't pressure Aaron Rodgers and he has all day, there ain't any cornerbacks in the league that are going to be able to stick with those wide receivers in Green Bay. So that is a problem that ultimately, Denard, I think will be the Titans' downfall once we do get into the playoffs. I, I think this offense on a, I'll say, a level playing field, weather permitting situation will be just fine. But defensively, man, it's th there are some question marks that I have. And if you like defense... Well, I got news for you. This game coming up is uh, not going to be your best friend because last time the Titans and the Texans faced off, it was 42-36. to Overtime win, just electric offensive performance from both teams. Denard, like, talk just a little bit more about Green Bay. Is the situation where your offense isn't really able to get into a swing of things because of the weather, or did Green Bay just do a really good job of shutting the Titans down and not allowing Derrick Henry to really get going? The second, Green Bay just did a great job in basically winning every phase of that game, offense, defense, and special teams. When you score in your first three possessions of the game, you deserve to win, and we understand that because we saw that 
with the Pittsburgh game. Pittsburgh came out and scored on their first four possessions. Basically, Tennessee spotted Pittsburgh 24 points um, in the first half, and we saw what happened. Even though they mounted a comeback in the second half, time ran out. Time expired. We basically talked about that last week, that this is a team that they don't play well when they're from behind. Now, when you're messing around with Aaron Rodgers, it's like playing with fire. That's something that you don't want to do. This man is not only, he's going to go down as one of the greatest. What he's trying to do is to cement his legacy as the greatest quarterback to ever play this game. And when you're close to 40 years old, 37 years old, and you're still playing the way that you're playing right now, having an MVP season, they said this game basically uh, propelled him forward. When you talk about Patrick Mahomes, they feel like this was the game that people wanted to see uh, Aaron go against this Titans defense, and basically he shredded him apart. And the reason that the Titans lost was, well, I'll blame it on A.J. Dillon. I'm sorry. Where has he been? This is a grown man out of Boston College. He's a rookie. And you know what's so scary about this situation, Davey? It's the fact that you got arguably the best receiver in the game in Devontae Adams. Now you got this one-two punch at running back, and you got probably the greatest quarterback to play the game other than Tom Brady. We might be looking at the team that's going to represent the NFC when it comes time to play uh, the way that they played the other night. And I don't see nobody touching this team. So, I mean, congratulations to uh, Green Bay. They just basically lined up and whooped Tennessee. That's all they did. A.J. Dillon came in, and the Titans just did not want to tackle him. It was evident from the start. 5'11", 240 pounds, would you? <laughs> That's a grown man. He, I mean, he did what he did to the Titans. He did to the Titans defense what I was hoping Derrick Henry was going to be able to do to the Packers defense. And obviously it didn't work out, but like you said, this is one we're just going to have to try to move on and go past it. And hopefully it's a experience of, all right, you're put in a primetime situation again, and you don't show up. You have the entire nation looking at you, and you just kind of go, meh, whenever you get out on the field. And so I, I think, you know, maybe that's a good thing in the grand scheme of things because this was the last time that the nation was going to get to watch the Titans just by themselves, and the Titans didn't give them anything to fear Tennessee. And so – that underdog role last year was one in which we flourished in, and so hopefully that's one in which uh, the Titans are able to get back to, and it allows them to be more successful going forward from a mentality standpoint. I'm just kind of throwing that out there, and I'm not necessarily saying that's going to be the case because we're into this show yet, and we haven't even mentioned that this Sunday the Titans can clinch the AFC South, which has not happened since 2008. So we're going back a ways. Every other team in the AFC South has won the division since the Titans last won it. So this is something that is a very big opportunity that the Titans are going to be presented with. And they're going up against a team that's not that good. But it's the NFL. We have seen lesser teams come up and smack some of the better teams around. And that could possibly be the case for the Titans this Sunday as they take on Houston now, this game is at 425. The Colts-Jacksonville game is also at 425. Titans clinch the division with the win if they do lose, and Jacksonville somehow beats the Colts again. Titans would still get the division. But if I'm looking at this from a 
I want to at least feel some semblance of, all right, we're moving in the right direction. The Titans need to win this game. This is a must win in my opinion. Even if you make the playoffs, if you lose this game, I feel like this team is just, they're done at this point. Because if you can't win this game with the division on the line in what has been a a year in which you've you've gone ten and six and you've had some real real duds, it's one of those things some of those teams that are really hitting their stride right now as they head into the playoffs, they're just gonna beat you pretty pretty good from the start. So it, I, I am interested to see how Mike Brable gets his team ready for a big game. And like I said, maybe having such a embarrassing loss to the Packers is what this team needs. I do want to say, Denard, and I'll kind of get your take on this. So right now, the Titans, as we've recorded this about an hour or so ago, have placed punter Brett Kern on the injured reserve slash COVID list. And yesterday they placed kicker Steven Goskowski on the injured reserve slash COVID list. So your two specialists are on that list. So they're going to have to go and have some guys come up and take that position and fill in for them. I'm not so much worried about it for this week against Houston, but I am concerned if that were to be an issue moving forward once we get into the playoffs. What's your, I guess, feeling about both of those players possibly being out for this week and even longer? Well, there is a a really big cause of concern, but I want to say this first of all, and my mentor, Craig White, been a good friend of mine for about 30 years, and he's he's always telling me, he says, Denard, you don't get too many second chances in life to make a first impression. That's what I love about this game, Davey, is that it gives you a second chance, even though sometimes you might not deserve it. And this team has a second chance to make an impression on all of us by going out this Sunday down in Houston, my old stomping grounds, and getting a victory. That's the way this game's this game works. You want to get that bad taste out of your mouth? It's easy. Go win. That's what Coach Fisher used to always say to us. Listen, if you feel bad about it, go do something about it. The way that you do it is you go out there and you take all your frustrations out on the next team, the next opponent. And that's what this team has to do. And they're not just fighting for a playoff position. They're fighting a host of game in the playoff. Imagine the first round. You don't want to have to travel, especially this time of year. And that gives you a chance to rest. That's huge. You know, and I'll go back to... You know, my years of playing back in 1999 and 2000, and I'm going to give you kind of a quick breakdown. I know it's I'm going to go way back, but that team in 1999 had to play a wild card game against two. You remember that team that we played against, the Music City Miracle? Buffalo. Buffalo. Now, I'm going to give you a – I hate to say this, and some people from Titans might get mad, but you know what? Do you think if we were playing in Buffalo – and that, do you think that there would have been a Music City miracle if that play would have happened in Buffalo, New York? I, <laughs> I'm going to say no. <laughs> Thank you. You're honest. You're <laughs> honest, man. Like I, I will say though, Denard, in this year though, being the year, like if you do have to go on the road, it's not the worst thing for, especially if you're having to go to like Pittsburgh or Buffalo. As long as you're not getting covered in snow, because we saw that that showed, but those stadiums aren't really allowing fans, so you yeah, would at least. But have it's that. just the ideal of walk. It's just the ideal of traveling. Very. You true. don't understand that that gives you time to rest, even if it is for just six hours or eight hours. That's eight hours more that you that you get 
And rather than having to get to the airport, get on a plane and get dressed up, you can go home and rest. This time of year is about resting. It's about basically getting yourself mentally ready. You know, that's why you see teams, they start to shut down like guys like Big Ben at Pittsburgh. Now they're going to start Mason Rudolph. We're probably going to see that this week in Houston. They're probably going to shut down Deshaun. Actually, you know, on that note, I thought that was going to be the case, but Deshaun mm-hmm. says he's playing. I don't know if you happen to see J.J. Watt's uh, post-game yeah. interview the other day, but that fire that he was bringing, I think, is going to have that team motivated, and they're going to oh, be yeah. looking to... It, it, it's one thing, too. Fans need to remember, the Houston Texans do not have a first-round pick this year, so it does not matter. Like They're not trying to get like a top-five pick because they just don't have it. Uh, whatever yeah, they but- do just impacts the... Miami Dolphins. So it's I know I know fans sometimes look at that from a well if the the head coach is like, you know what, this might be better, but you gotta remember this is Romeo Cornell's last game. Uh this yeah. is a lot a lot of players on that team's last game probably as well. So they're gonna come fired out. They're gonna want to go out with a, a good taste in their mouth. Yeah, well of course, because they're still getting a check. That's what you're supposed to do. But listen, and I'm gonna say this right now, is and I said this earlier, and I said this um in our last podcast, you don't worry about nobody else you know, at this point of the season. Your concern is on you. You have to learn to do you at this point. We're not worried about what Miami, we're not worried about uh, Cleveland, anybody right now, because literally we hold a fate in our own hands. Okay. So if we lose, it's our fault. If we win, that's what we're supposed to do, especially against a team like Houston. But as I say all the time, there's no disparity in the NFL. If you take one team lightly, if you think you're just going to go down in Houston and get a victory, that's not the way it works. You're right. You're going to see probably the best Houston team that we have basically have seen all season. You know why? Because they got extra motivation to play for something. And that's what we're going to get. It's going to be a tough game. And then, and so if you're Tennessee right now, what you want to do is just take this game, like I said before, as I alluded to earlier, just throw it out of the window. Your main concern is not the playoffs two weeks from now. It's going down to Houston and getting a victory. And yeah. then secondly, with the and, and then you've got your, your place kicker out, Brett Kern, I mean, Steven Gostowski, and then you got your punter out, two of your best players. So you know one of the things that you need to do on an offensive side of the ball is we need to get rolling so we don't have to punt the ball like we did last week. We want to make sure that we're able to convert on first downs and rather than throwing interceptions or not being able to convert on a third and one, a third and long. We know we need to do the little things to pick up in the absence of Brick Kearns. We also need to know that we need to put points on this board. We need to score some points. And whoever we have at the field goal kicker position, let's not put them in a position where they have to win the game. So right now, if you're the offense and defense, you need to say, listen, we played terrible Sunday. We need to pick our end up. That's what you got to do. That's the mentality that you have to take in this game. And if this team does that, if they, excuse me, if this team, if they do that, guess what? I truly believe they will come out with a victory against the Texans. Yeah, last year, whenever you were looking, actually, in week 17, you were on the road in Houston, uh, just like you are this week. Granted, you couldn't win the AFC South with a win last year like you can this year, but you needed that to guarantee yourself a trip to the playoffs. And fortunately, last year, the Titans didn't have to face Deshaun Watson. They had to go up against A.J. McCarron, but still, the Titans relied on Derrick Henry. They gave him 32 carries, and he ran for 211 yards and three touchdowns in this game last year. I expect to see his workload 
be around that 30 carry mark. And hopefully, uh, he, I mean, he should be able to go to work on this team. Denard, we've watched this defense play so far in multiple games this year. We know that they can't stop the run. So, and if they do put, heck, nine in the box to try to make sure that Derrick Henry is the one thing that doesn't beat them, Ryan Tannehill should be able to have favorable matchups with A.J. and Corey on the outside. Corey didn't record a single catch against Green Bay. you got to no. change that this weekend. You just have to. you got to get your playmakers the ball. Titans failed to do that, and that's why we're talking about a 40-14 to 14 point loss, at least for the offense being only putting up 14 points on the board. And so I, I need this offense to, to come out firing, and I need that defense to show that they at least can give, give me something moving forward because that that performance in Green Bay just, that was an embarrassing performance. Embarrassing is abysmal, terrible, deplorable. It was horrible, and that's where they lost the game. It wasn't so much as on the skill position. It was on the offensive-defensive line, you know? And I can go back and I can point out a play and I'll tell the fans this. Listen, if we're going to praise you when you're doing well, we need to also make sure that we point out your flaws when you're doing bad. And you go back in that game and it's very easy. And I'll tell you what, there was one series in particular. It was in the uh, second quarter and it was on a third and three. And basically what Green Bay offensive line, what they did to our defensive line was literally push our line back somewhere between five to eight yards back into the secondary. Now, that's bad, literally, when your defensive line is getting pushed back like that, okay? And so when the offense is able, is when they're able to create what we call a push in the run game, guess what? That generates yards. That's how you get yardage in this league, okay? It's like a defense, and, and they're basically dismantling the offensive line, and they're able to push that offensive line back. That's how you stop plays. OK, so that that happened all game long. That's really where it's won. Games are won and lost is in the trenches. We just got beat up front on both sides of the ball. OK, so I'm expecting this unit this week to come out with an attitude. I'm, I'm expecting Jeffrey Simmons and Daquan and Jack and Roberson to come out this week and set the tone early. You know why? You have no choice. The way that you played last week was terrible. Deplorable is a really a good word. The, to use so what you got to do is use that fire no, that momentum the way that you play Sunday and take it out on the Texans don't worry about the playoff the playoffs will take care of itself you got to take care of Houston and if the team if this team comes out and they do that guess what this game would be over early but if not then we'd be crossing our fingers and hopefully we have something Sunday we don't be like oh boy here we go again Let's play the waiting game, and that's not what you want to do. No, for sure, and I, I that's one of those things to where if this team is going to show me that they, again, like I know you got to take care of business on Sunday, but as a fan, playoffs is get, getting to the playoffs is, is a main goal as well. Obviously, winning the division would be incredible, but if they even can show me that they're even going to be able to get close to getting back to the AFC Championship game, which we said that's the goal again this year, get back there, and hopefully you can get over that hump. You got to show me something this weekend because if this team is taking off games like we've seen in the past, I can definitely see that happening come the next few weeks. So I just I want to have that reassurance that the Titans can play like they did last year and get into the stretch in the playoffs. But the defense hasn't been near as good as it was last season, and you're not really going to be getting any key pieces back that's going to help improve that unit, at least in my opinion. So you got to just. Make sure that the game plan's doing well. 
Yeah, and, and the big thing for me too, Denard, is no stupid penalties. I don't think the Titans win, but I am very curious to see how that game plays out if Rashawn Evans does not get that illegal hands to the face early on and you have yeah. Green Bay punt whenever it's six to nothing, you're getting the ball back. Who knows? I mean, that's one of the things that could change the entire outlook of a game if the Titans are able to get the ball, go down there and score. Again, I don't think they're going to win the game, but I, I have a feeling if that dumb penalty does not occur, we're not getting routed 40 to 14. It's yeah, just, think about when they blocked the field goal, you know, and, and, and um, when Jack Crawford had blocked the field goal and then they got a holding call on Joshua Kalu and Amani basically ran it all the way to, well, you know, on the green by opposite side. I, I don't fault the Titans on that. They called an offsides penalty where no one was offsides. That officiating crew, they were getting yeah. dragged by everyone on that. Again, like I, I know Denard is a former player. You're, you're not going to be one to get really frustrated with the officiating, but that was bad officiating on that game. I will say when the guy stepped out of bounds, Frabel should have thrown his challenge flag. Still, the ref was looking right at it, should have called that guy out of bounds. But they also had the situation where, fortunately, the Titans were able to go down there and score. But Green Bay did not have a single penalty the entire game. Yeah, I find, I find that hard to believe. Determine the outcome. Yeah, referees don't determine the outcome. So the way that you got to look at it like this, and listen, we can make ex- excuses all day long. This team got beat up on the offensive side of the ball. They got beat up on the defensive side of the ball. And then they made some costly mistakes in the special teams. Okay, we saw that even with a great block by Jack, we still, again, you put yourself in position. It happened. It happened. Players play, coaches coach, and refs ref. That's their job. That's your title. That's what you're supposed to do when you step on that field. And if the refs make a bad call, they'll get a call from the league office, and they will address that to that ref or those refs, whoever made the call, then they will take care of that. That has nothing to do with players and coaches. You will get a phone call from the league office saying, hey, listen, the ref made a bad call. And that's what they do. I mean, believe me, I had a situation against Baltimore where it was a third down play. Baltimore goes for a bomb. It was a third and long. I end up making a great play. Unfortunately, they say the play was so great and the referee had to make a split decision. So he calls pass interference. The problem is, is that when he called pass interference on me, it goes from Baltimore's on the 20 yard line to now they're literally on our 40 or literally on our 30 yard line. So they end up punching it in. The ref calls back Sunday night, or excuse me, Monday morning and saying, I made a, a bad decision on number 25. Well, what am I supposed to do? You know, hey, you got to move on. So that's what this team's got to do. They got to move on, throw this game out and get ready for Houston. Everything that we say or everything that we're doing right now, it needs to be about the Houston Texans because this is their playoff um, Sunday. The yeah. playoff starts against Houston. Okay, so you're not worried about Cleveland. You're not worried about maybe we get the coast. uh -uh. The playoff starts Sunday, whenever the game is against the Houston, Texas. That's when your playoff starts. I like that mentality. Real quickly, Sean Hockley and his crew will be the ones on the call for the Tennessee versus Houston game. uh, Just in case anyone was wondering, Denard, you kind of mentioned the playoff start Sunday against Houston. People are kind of curious. uh, what, What does that mean for seeding? So right now, the highest the Titans can get is a four seed. Obviously, you get the four seed, you win the AFC South. Boom, people are happy to finally bring home that banner. Obviously, it's not enough. We're going to want more. We're fans. That's what, that's what we want. We want our team to continue to win, continue to be successful. But you get to that four seed, that's a good start. You're hosting a home game. You haven't hosted a playoff game since 2008. 
Now, that's the simplest route to getting the highest possible seating you can get. But when we look at what happens, let's say, if we don't win against Houston, what else does that mean? Well, if the Colts lose and we lose, we still hold the AFC South. But Colts end up beating Jacksonville, and Jacksonville, not a very good team. I like the Colts' chances in this one. Then the Titans can still gain a wild card spot. As I, I'm looking at certain scenarios where Titans, let's say we lose. I don't think it'll happen, but let's just say it does. And the other games that matter are the Dolphins and the Bills. If the Dolphins lose to the Bills, the Titans are in as a wild card. I was hoping, I don't know if you were watching it, Denard, but this past Saturday, the Dolphins were playing the Raiders. And John Gruden mismanaged his way out of that one. But if the Raiders had won, Dolphins would have been, they still would have had a chance, but the Titans would have automatically clinched if the Raiders had beaten the Dolphins. If the Ravens beat the Bengals, I think tie-breaking scenarios would also allow the Titans to get in because the Titans own the tiebreaker over the Ravens. And so that would help. But again, as you said, just being winning in Houston, getting to 11-5 and five there, best record. Really, again, like first time you've been double-digit wins since 2008. That helps you. But it's just going to be kind of crazy whenever you get to moving it around for seeds. At that point, if, if you are in a wild card, you could end up facing Buffalo, Pittsburgh, or there's even a situation where you could face Indianapolis. Pittsburgh and Buffalo are more likely for that being the case if you get to the seven or the six. But, I mean, there there is a slim chance you don't make it, but that's uh, very rare to where that's not happening. And right now, just trying to be optimistic since it will be 2021 by the time we get to Sunday's game, I don't see a situation where the Titans don't make the playoffs. Again, that could happen if you have all of these happen. Let me make sure I'm pulling it up. Um, to keep the Titans out of the playoffs, Texans beat the Titans, Dolphins beat the Bills, Colts beat the Jags, and Ravens beat the Bengals. You actually need the Bengals to beat the Ravens. I think I'm, I said that wrong earlier, but if those four games go that way, where I'll say it again, Texans beat Titans, Dolphins beat Bills, Colts beat Jags, and Ravens beat Bengals, Titans would likely be out if the Browns beat Pittsburgh. So, Davey, that's where we're at. Davey. You got going, my head hurting. I'm going through the motions, man. I'm just trying to. Are you a professor of analytics? You sound like one of my college professors, and I done fell asleep right now listening to you describe the scenarios of what can happen. I was boring myself with it tonight. <laughs> I don't even you know want to have to think about it. You know what? I just fell asleep. I literally just fell asleep. You, you. I kid you not. If it was in the morning time, I would literally be asleep. I would have like one eye, one hand over my eye. To make like it look, it would look like I'm, or I appear to be awake, but actually I'm literally sleep. You know what you do as a player and as a coach at this time of year, the way that you just explain all them scenarios. If you win, you don't have to worry about it, Denard. So exactly, that's, that's what there you got to do. See, that's what I love about you. I love you like a brother I never wanted. You're smart. You just said it all. You just needed to say that. That's it. Well, Denard, I, I mean, like, I'm with you. Like, and, and the players and the coaches don't need to think about how I'm going through this. But as a fan looking at it, I got to cover every single angle. I got to make sure that I'm taking every single factor that could impact how the Titans end up getting the five seed, the six seed, the seven seed, even the four seed, which is what we want, which is what should happen. And again, if, if the Titans don't get the four seed, I'm going to be upset. I, like, even if they make it, like you said, this is a Texans team. 
that the Titans should beat. They've already beaten them once. When was the last should. time? Should. 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 And so, and if they don't, it's purely on Mike Vrabel and his coaching staff and the players. And if if we get into that situation, then, Denard, you and I can be here next week to burn it down as we complain about what they should have done, how they mismanaged the situation, because they're not playing a good team. And good teams, if you if you want to win, that's like that's the thing. I go back to the the New England Patriots whenever they were at their height. Man, like what separates the good teams from the bad teams in the NFL? The good teams just beat the teams they're supposed to. It's as simple as that. You don't have these losses where you just like lose to the Cincinnati Bengals like we did earlier in the year. Like you don't have those games. Yeah, but I told you there's no disparity. There's no disparity in the NFL. You don't show up and take care of your business. Anybody can beat you on any given Sunday. I know, but the good teams show up. Well, we'll see if they're a good team. If they show up, so, sometimes you don't need to say anything. If they show up, they show up. If they don't show up, then that's what's going to happen. Our, our, like our job is to talk about all this, man. We got to. I know, we, but you know, <laughs> but I come to you from a player's perspective. I, I only know one way, and that's how a player thinks. I've been in that locker room, so I know what Coach Rabel is iterating to his guys. It's like the great Al Davis, one of the legendary owners, players, coach. You know about players, but he was a great coach. He used to say, and it's a slogan today that's still with the Raiders organization and his son, Mark Davis, just win, baby. You ever heard that slogan? Just win. You can't go to Las Vegas. I can't believe I'm saying Las Vegas. I, I, I got Oakland in my mind. I still can't get the word Las Vegas. Las Vegas. You know how many times I got to say Las Vegas Raiders? Oh, by the way, baby, I want to tell you something about the Las Vegas Raiders. If you ever go to a game, my name is basically cemented on that stadium. My name, Denard Walker, is on that stadium. I want you to – all the players, there's a brick. Yeah, the Las Vegas, the new stadium in Las oh. Vegas, there's a brick with my name on it in that stadium. All players that play for the Raiders organization have their own personal brick uh, cemented in that stadium. It's well, pretty cool. So if you ever go to – I know. But, again, I don't want Actually, to Actually, I saw that. it. I saw it while they were building it. But, again, we, we – You did? Us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's I mean, they, a brick they hadn't gotten that far with it yet, but, yeah. Yeah, so I just want you to be uh, – just be careful, you know. I just, if you ever go to Las Vegas, just I'm going to find your brick. Tomorrow. Walker brick. I'm going to find your brick, a take a picture of it, and I'll send it to you. Exactly. Okay? Make sure you right. smile. So I, I'll, okay, I'll take a picture next to it. That way, okay, yeah, not just a picture of the brick. It'll just be me and the brick. So make sure you get the name in there. I'll do it, buddy. But hey, man, we've hashed it out. We know what needs to happen. The Titans know what needs to happen, and it should happen. And so, Denard, I get to this point. I know you don't like doing it. And I'm not even going to ask you for a score prediction. I'm just going to ask you the simple question. Do the Tennessee Titans defeat the Houston Texans this coming Sunday with a chance to win the AFC South? The word should, should, they should win, right? We talked about that, should, because they're a better team on paper. The question is, will they show up on the field? That's the question that every Sunday it answers for each organization. I know you want to get a prediction out of me. If they show up, they will win. If they show up and play the way they're capable of playing, it will not even be a game. If they don't show up and play like they played against Green Bay, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, then they will get beat. Denard, that, that's obvious, man. I'm calling you out now. I'm calling you out. It's a simple yes or no. You're tell I need you to tell me what happens on Sunday. Do the Titans win? Yes or no? Not if they do this, if they do that. Yes or no? Well, I said yes. Sunday they didn't win. They got beat down. Okay. 
That I was said yes against Cincinnati. They got beat down. I said yes against Cleveland. I went on a show in Cleveland. All eyes on was all eyes on Cleveland. And I said, yes, Tennessee should. No, I said they should. The key word is should if they do this. This is well, the they, way they win. Cle- Cleveland's not worried about, about your former takes. They got enough issues whenever they don't have four of their wide receivers and they get beat by the lowly Jets and possibly miss the entire playoffs. So did That's not. what I love about Cleveland. They unpredictable. You never right when I was going to get ready to put them on a pedestal, they end up doing that. Boy, boy, boy. Denard, do the Titans win on Sunday? Yes. Yes. Okay. They Perfect. will win Great. convincingly. All right. Yes. You, you've convinced me that this, that's all the, yes. the a- affirmation I need there. I picked the Titans against the Packers. It cost me money and it cost me. It cost me a restless night. I did not sleep well Sunday night. And so I need the Titans to come back and get a win. It's one as we, as you, you've mentioned, everything looking at the talent on the Titans side versus the Texans side. Talent tells me that the Titans should win this game. I expect with everything that is on the line that the Titans will win this game. And I'm going to say that the Titans get the victory 31-17. to and if they don't, man, I'll be here to burn it down with you Sunday night. How about that? So, again, big opportunity on the line for the Tennessee Titans. You know, I mean, Denard, it's the first year of our show is coming to an end as this season comes to an end. And I got, I got to say, at least having a chance to win the AFC South in our, our first year doing this, that's pretty good. I mean, if we would have done this show any of the last 12 years, wouldn't have had this opportunity Except, uh, I mean, we could have had this conversation back in 20, would have been 2018. I don't want to rehash that one, though. That one kind of hurt pretty bad. Uh, Sunday night football ended up costing us again. But, hey, this isn't a primetime game. We don't have to worry about all the lights. Just take care of your business. You'll be fine. Denard, we've been at it. I'm going to ask it to you, man. Give me your closing thoughts before we get back here to talk about what happens next with the Titans going into Week 17, what have you to say? Well, I'm going to say this. This team, when they basically lay an egg, they come out the next week, they're ready. I truly believe you are a reflection of your coach. And I think I'm very high on Mike Vrabel. I've always been very high on him as a player and as a coach. Uh, I had the chance to compete against uh, Coach Vrabel for a long time. And I'll tell you something. I played against him when he was at Pittsburgh, and I, I competed against him when he was at New England. He's a warrior. He is a monster. He has that mentality that so many coaches from the state of Ohio that they have, Don Shula, you know, the great Paul Brown, he's all he's, – it, it, it's a reflection of that state. It's a reflection of how people are molded in those areas. Uh, they're tough, they're gritty, and I believe this team emulates their coach. And he's not going to let this team play the way that they played Sunday because they got a lot, they got a lot riding on this game. Okay. Their season is riding on this football game. This is the most important game Sunday against the Houston Texans, Davey. Why? Because it's the next game. And if this team takes care of its business and they play the way they're capable of playing, I still, I'm going to say this now, just like I said it this past summer. We both predicted that this team was going to win the AFC South this summer, didn't we? We talked about that. I know you did. I, I did. I don't, I think I'm I changed my tune mouth. halfway through. Yeah, I, you always gonna, change your tunes. 
Well, no, I started off saying they wouldn't. I think I said once we got clowny, which obviously that's not been a. a I, I think exactly. I changed it to where we would win it once we got clowny, but um, I won't take full credit for it because obviously he's not been a big impact on on that happening. Well, I will. Yeah, so you go for it, buddy. Congrats. <laughs> Good call on your part. Yeah, I agree. But I'll say Hopefully. this is I'm going to stay with them because I still think when this team puts four quarters together and they're gelling and they're playing with continuity on those offense and defensive units, I truly believe this is the team to beat in the AFC. I'm not changing my stance on this. I truly believe this is the team that can derail Kansas City. They're that good when they show up. And I truly believe when you can get four quarters out of this team, when they're productive for four quarters and they don't play lackadaisical the way that they played Sunday, it wasn't the snow. You know, Jeff Fisher used to say this all the time. Do not allow the weather to do not allow the weather to be an excuse. Okay. Believe me, I know I don't played in some cold games before. It's not, it's not an excuse. This is football. This is the way this game is played. I just, I'll say this, man, is that, uh, first of all, it's been a thrill working on this show with you. It's been a lot of fun. Like I said, I love you like a brother I've never wanted. And you've been really cool. I love to break it down with you. Um, I feel like I have, I've never met you physically, but I feel like, I feel like right now, like I've known you for years and it's been a pleasure. And I'm so glad that, and I told Bron this in an email. I said, you know, first of all, you need to start paying me. And secondly, it's been a thrill to work with Davey. So, buddy, uh, so I want to just, I hope the Titans win this game where we can finish this thing out like we started with a victory. So, again, I'm with you, buddy. I'm with you, man. It's a great closing statement. Like I said, man, likewise, I've enjoyed doing these shows with you. And I'm I'm excited for the ones to come, man, because I, I think we're just getting started. I'm having a blast. And hopefully... We're going to even have more fun as long as the Titans keep winning. But we will be here to break down everything that happens come this Sunday, getting you all set for the Titans. I'm just going to go ahead and speak it into existence. The Titans and what they have coming up for the playoffs, breaking down the Titans win over the Houston Texans. I might sound like an idiot when it's all said and done, but I'm like I said, I'm going to be optimistic. We're going into 2021. We're going to get that first win. We're going to get ready as we prepare to take on the rest of the AFC, that is going to wrap it up for us today. For Denard Walker, I am Davey Hudson. You have been listening to Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. And as always, tighten up. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We are available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can follow along to keep up with all the latest Titans information on Twitter at Belief Titans. That's B-L-E-A-V-T-I-T-A-N-S. And hey, if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.